Slice Audio. Do you notice the kitchen smelled like cat food today? There's some weird. It's cat food. Is it like actual? That's what I smell. Cooking their salmon in the. I don't know what it is, but it smells like cat food in there. You're listening to the Book of Murdoch. Great if someone's just eating like, you know, shit's getting tight. I'm just gonna eat cat food for lunch. You seen the cat food prices? No one's eating that. It's cat food. I ain't bought a can. What do I look like? I bought a can of cat food ever? (laughs) Pop top on those things. Yeah. What's a can of cat food cost nowadays? More than I want to pay for. What's a can of tuna cost these days? Probably cheaper to buy a can of tuna. Yeah, I think you still get a can of tuna for like two bucks, like the generic brand. I'm getting now that I've my I have a theory. I can't remember if you were on the show or not, but do you are you aware of my dolphin PR theory? No, I don't Okay, think in so. the 90s dolphins had like great PR. They had like good press like save the dolphins, yeah, don't okay. eat the tuna. And now the dolphin press is like dolphins are rapists, right? Like dolphins are mad now. <laughs> and like I'm seeing a lot of like playful dolphin social media. I think big dolphins got their act together, hired a new ad agency, <laughs> man. Well, um, we didn't get an episode posted last week from the rally. You know what's annoying, Dean? Is I gotta, I, I finally have a new. I gotta, I want to do this series of of shows during the rally in every rally from now on. But like, we're you know, it used to be like we were, you know, we were small enough to be like, grab you, grab you, and like, oh fuck it, let's you know. And now, like, fuck, it takes two weeks to get every, I like to get five of you in one room and a mic. <laughs> It's a pain in the ass now. You had to go ride a. What were you on a horse for this weekend? Rodeo. You were rodeoing. No, no. people know that already. Stop. Fine. <laughs> you couldn't get it to work, could you? There we go. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. They might know you're into rodeo, but like right after the rally, you were on a. You were on. You look like. You look like you've been in a prison fight today. The way you're moving around. <laughs> And I'm like, whoa, you look like you're in pain. And, and you gave me the, oh, fuck, yeah, my back's <laughs> killing me eyes. What do you want a horse for this weekend? This is part of the suffering. They got the parade. And they Can't the there, isn't there a and... kid you can do? What are you? What are you? Oh, there was. Are you roping? What are you doing? No, I was announcing most of it. You, you can't announce from the stands? I, no, I, <laughs> no, I did. There's just other events going on that sometimes you get on a horse for. If I find out you're a fucking pickup man at some ding dong rodeo in, in in Hot Springs or wherever, I'd be the worst pickup man. <laughs> Explain what a pickup man is for the for you city people. Well, for the ones who uh, need to get away from the bulls, you get the pickup man to run over. You can they can hop up on the horse. And you can grab them and pick him up. Pick him up. I'm trying to describe. I'm using my hands like anyone can see. I'm like visual bits on a podcast. So you know, I wanted to get every. Okay, so next year we're going to plan this out. So every year during a rally, we're going to do a podcast where we just sit at the. So we have a we have a studio set up right downtown, and and a million people. I want to just I want to put four or five of us at one show, and we're just gonna we're just gonna record, and we're gonna and we're gonna kind of people watch the rally every year, and we're gonna call it the North End Commercial Club. Okay. So it'll be North End Commercial Club one, two, every year. We'll see how many years we can get in. And it's called that. That's an homage to my own man, which is he's when him and his buddies wanted to fuck off and drink a little beer and play pinochle, they would tell their wives <laughs> that they had a North End Commercial <laughs> Club meeting. And so, like, it's that's only just because I think it's funny. But next year we're going to do it. Okay. I, I just have to get it. We're just too big. I can't, you know what I mean? Like, I can't just grab everybody because you're, you're doing a rodeo and Houston's talking to fucking weirdo TikTokers and Mitchell's 
you know, doing the thing at Rumble On and someone's at Buffalo Chip. And we were, it was nice to see that everybody was too busy to play with me. It's almost like we need more staff. Almost, <laughs> Dean, almost. <laughs> Let's see, what else did I learn from the Sturgis Rally? I was terrified. We had to put a low jack on Mitchell when he went out to Limp Biscuit. I didn't want him coming back as a juggalo or something fucking weird. <laughs> I saw him. So like this, all all of the management here used to give me, I used to be like a ridiculously goober Everclear fan. Like I would, like the first time I saw, I was like goofy when I did, got a meet and greet picture with him. Like he was that high school band that really, you know what I mean? Those first three records. And this company gave me years of shit about it. And now I get to return the favor because the look of unbridled joy, is he out there? Yeah, yeah I think he, Mitchell! He, he summoned him by... <laughs> Go on, talk to him a little. Care. Which mic is he on? Would that be on three then? The look of the look of unbridled joy on your face as you were heading to Limp Biscuit. I've never been you look so happy. I was worried you were gonna come home a juggalo though. A juggalo? Well, they're you know, those those uh, a limp biscuit fan and a juggalo are on, there's a Venn diagram if you if you if you if you don't surround yourself with better people. <laughs> sure. There's a lot of red hats out there. Let's say how that. was the how was the Limp Biscuit show? The Limp Biscuit show. Give us a you remember the Lou Brutus concert review with <laughs> I'm Lou Brutus from Hard Drive. Give us the Fred Durst was hilarious. He was joking. He said, if you've ever been to a Limp Biscuit show, you know drinks are free thanks to Woody. <laughs> Shout out Woody, the you know obviously the CEO of the Buffalo Chip, um, and then he he made a joke that he wasn't going to play Break Stuff. Obviously, Break Stuff being one of their biggest hits and has a lot of obviously. controversy around that song. And he he asked the crowd, "What's everybody want to hear?" Blah blah blah, and people yell out Break Stuff. He's like. Woody said we can't play break stuff. He said it gets a little too wild. Did he not play in? No, he did. Okay. Isn't <laughs> he it, played it, it at the end of the night. That's yeah. the shtick, right? Goes, Is yeah. you set it up for the on yeah, yeah, so later on Dumb night. mouth breathing rubes don't know it's a bit, right? <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So later on that night he goes, I got a special announcement. Oh All the lights God. go down. He's spotlighted and he's like we're going to play break stuff. And then you hear the... Yeah, I bet cool. it works. I bet it would have been fun. I'm, I, the gimmick of it, I think, would be a great it show. was, man. And he had everybody, like, you know, roaring their throttles as well. He's did like, you cry? No, I did not. <laughs> it's I okay if you I did. That, and I told you straight up, the Lit Biscuit show is not a show you cry to. It's a show you rage to, which Listen, I did do that. the look on your face when you were heading out there, it was like, it was like a, it was like a, what's the thing where <laughs> the, you bring the sick kids to meet the football player right before they die? <laughs> I mean, if I had a chance to. make a wish. make you look like a make-a-wish kid. <laughs> if I had a chance to hang out with Fred Durst, I mean, that would have been cool. But... Have you heard about my idea for a documentary on Fred Durst? No, but please <laughs> okay. give it to me. I believe that that <laughs> there is a great documentary on the human experience and the human condition okay. through the lens of Fred Durst and Limp Biscuit. <laughs> this is why that the Limp Biscuit started as an art show. He was getting picked on. He wasn't a rocker. He, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was something so we so bullies wouldn't get him. Right. And then lo and behold, Mitchell. That music becomes the soundtrack for bullies yeah. and dipshits. No offense. <laughs> you didn't do it, but like, you know, it was co-opted a little. Sure. 
you can't sit here and defend the rap rock movement like it doesn't. It's like it's not filled with Mountain Dew douchebags. <laughs> I'm just saying. A bunch of columns. and then everybody wakes up one day in America and is like, "What the fuck? We don't like Limp Bizkit. Get out of here!" Everybody. Right. And then that internet picture of him from a few years ago. You remember that? We had the white hair and the jacket and the glasses. Yeah, the dad and everybody vibes. was like. Daddy Durst, yeah. he's fine again. Yeah, yeah. And I think there should be a story told through that arc. It definitely should be. From the It'd be a little helpful if he wasn't such a conspiracy theorist person. Right. If he would, you know. <laughs> Just hone in on it. Sell my message Woodstock, a man. Did you guys watch that documentary on Netflix? Yeah. And now they, re- they, they said that Limp Bizkit cited that riot when really that wasn't the case. But You're going to sit here and be the one person who's watched that documentary and then defend Limp Bizkit? Yeah. I mean, interesting, bold strategy, I Cotton. Think, yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people watched that and was like, when was it okay to just stick your fingers in women without asking? Gross. <laughs> That's what I noticed when I watched that documentary. That documentary was intense, man. That's for sure. It's a good one. But yeah, you should have been there. Should have saw Limp yeah. Biscuit. Well, maybe one day. You talked about it. I think that was probably one of the... There's one show that I didn't go to that I, uh, that of all of the shows that I've missed that I actually care and I wish I would have went to and it is not Limp Bizkit. It's Def it Leppard. No, I've seen Def Leppard. Oh, Rage Against the Machine uh, 2010 reunion at Coachella. Oh, that was a fuck up. I should have saw that show. I was an hour away. Yeah, and, and then they go. announced they were going to go on tour right before COVID, and then obviously COVID happened. But now they- it's a little like seeing you know like when you see a Pink Floyd get together. It's like not you know <laughs> what I mean. It's not you know. Are they old enough that can even rage anymore? That and like I don't know. It's just, you know what I mean. Like it's <laughs> disgusted at the machine. It's more <laughs> real fucking annoyed at the machine, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mitchell. Thank you, sir. Hey, thanks for having me. That's Mitchell. <laughs> Bye, Mitchell. He's a Limp Bizkit fan. <laughs> he did okay on the news when he did it. Actually, oh, good. Um, let's see. Let's wrap up Sturgis here. What do we, what do we, what do we, what do we got from Sturgis? I did notice this. I found, oh, I found, I bought a big ass smoked turkey leg because I found a nice, it's going to make me sound like a dork. I found a nice recipe on TikTok with beans and like a smoked turkey leg. I'm like, well, shit, I better go buy a smoked turkey leg. (laughs) Then what else did I notice? I gained... Grippy Sock Spring gained 10 pounds of fried steak and Bud Lightweight. I'm trying to, I, I got Didn't down Didn't you tell it. me what you were going to do that though? Yes, that's why I needed to get down to two and a quarter. <laughs> I got, it was, I got quite all the way. It was two, 225.9. So technically, you should round up, and I didn't quite get there, but I was close enough. I saw it, right? I saw the five and then immediately put on 10 pounds because I, you know, a couple things. I felt like I needed to carry around a Bud Light bottle just to, you know, just for the photo op all week. You could put something else in it. No, I don't particularly like it, but I drank more Bud Light than I drank since I just, it, was in, it was in high school, I think, during the Sturgis rally. <laughs> you need to keep hydrated. Then let's see. I noticed, I think the biggest thing I noticed was the Sturgis people tr- got me suckered into a TikTok fight. Yeah. And that there's a, there's a large increase of people looking for a third on dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> those are the those are the two things that happened during the rally. <laughs> Fuck a load of people looking for a for an extra sex weirdo out here last week, man. I got it to Tuesday and I'm like, nah. What's the Sturgis equivalent of an upside pineapple? I, what's an upside pineapple? 
That's what that's the the swingers. The, the oh, the, isn't wouldn't it just be pineapples for them too? I don't. I figured it might be. Some Maybe there's some rally. biker, some biker biker like a you, with your neckerchief. You tie it in a certain. You tie <laughs> right? your bandana in a certain way. You have it off the front instead of the back. There's a part of me that like you know you have a couple of shots of tequila and you smoke a joint backstage and you're feeling a little loose and you're like maybe <laughs> I could be a sex weirdo third but. No, a that demo isn't exactly the <laughs> the group you'd want to try it with, and b like deep down I want to do it for the story because the story would be great, but I just might be a little too dorky Lutheran to pull something like that <laughs> off. You know what I mean? It sounds like there's a. It seems also like that's a lot to manage. I feel like I'm gonna a lot have of questions to, being asked. I don't care about the questions, but <laughs> I, I do. Here, what what's going there? You work for me a little. I feel like without having never done it once, I'll immediately start giving notes on how it needs to be done better. <laughs> it just seems like a lot to keep track of and give notes on. You know, you have to bring that person back because all the notes are on yeah, the back. Yeah, it's like you want to have a meeting on this. I don't know. And uh, what else? Um, I did get, I got suckered into a social media fight for the first time. I mean, I have for at least a hundred episodes. I have been telling you people, what are you fighting for on social media? None of it's worth your time. I barely have, a, you can barely find me on social media because I hate it so much, right? Got suckered right the fuck into one, Dean. Even while I'm typing, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? I'm like, well, I'm going to show them though. That's what I'm going to do. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like, you know, Budweiser's having a goofy press here. That's fair to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anheuser-Busch is. So, like, you know, these these fucking patriots that come to the rally and they're wearing their fuck Biden shirts and they're, you yeah. know what I mean, the very specific niche of people I'm talking about here. They go to these Budweiser tents at, like, 7 in the morning and they take video of it empty and then they put it on TikTok like they got them, like they are part of the fucking war effort or something. <laughs> Woke eagles broke. Look at them all. And I'm seeing that and I'm like, uh, uh, uh <clears throat> This is what I saw, Dean. I saw a bunch of people. So, like, Budweiser has been at Sturgis Motorcycle Rally for a hundred years, right? Yeah. They've been an integral part of this thing since the jump, and they've and they have raised over twenty something million dollars to help veterans, people yeah. who have lost feet and toes and need jobs and vacations, and you know, just they're it's part. It's the great American logger. It's stitched into the fiber of yeah. their fabric, right? And you know what I saw? I saw people all fucking week long, boo at veterans and POWs because they're sitting at an establishment and the Folds of Honor people come up from Anheuser-Busch and they're like, I'm Ted from Anheuser-Busch. And as soon as they hear that trigger word, they, they've been taught, boo fucking boo and boo them. And turns out they're booing vets and POWs. Yeah. And so I, Sad. on these fucking social media TikToks, I was like, well, funny, from my perspective, I watched a bunch of you hateful cowards boo POWs all week like a bunch of assholes. And now, and you know, <laughs> that was what, that was the, that was the fertilizer they were looking for dean i just gave them what they wanted yeah i was you know i don't have a big side on it you know what i mean like i think the whole thing's silly i think if you change what you're drinking because fox news told you to you're half an asshole one way or the other but i think if you're mad about that too you're equally as silly got suckered right into it buddy happens happens everybody (sighs) happens the best of us you want to know what's funny our U.S. congressman asked me to just sit on a panel to talk to high school kids about responsible media digestion. Should I tell them this story? Let me tell you what these <laughs> fucking dipshit patriots talked about, Dean. Probably not the speech I'm going to give to these high school kids. Although a very important lesson to be learned. It just gets you. Like, that's gets the best of us. 
And like, I can't hate them people. Right now, I'm still filled with anger at these morons. But like, they ain't gonna get us anywhere either. And at that point, they were how many shares of that stupid thing had? That's the thing that makes me so mad. Is like, fifty thousand people in Indiana saw that, and there's and there's no truth to it. I don't know why I'm like it's 2023, like baby's first day on the internet. Maybe I should know better. But like, Jesus, dude. It's a hard demo to defend. I saw a dude, just a dude, during a rally, walking around with an AK, AR, I don't know the fuck, whatever the names are. One of the names. One of them that looked like a, he looked like he was in his own action movie, just walking around the fucking rally. Like, God damn you people are hard to defend. Will you help me an inch? Help me. <laughs> God. That was the rally, basically. Other than that, it was really fun. Good to see everybody. Good bands. There's a great um, rock band. I'm not a big rock band dude in general lately, but there's a good rock band out of Canada called the Arcana Kings. One of them wears a kilt. Yeah. I like, I don't, I'm not a big bag. They have a bagpipe in some of their songs. And I don't, you know, they, I know they followed my Instagram, so maybe they're listening to this show. Like, <laughs> I, I, you know, the bagpipe is like going to an alarm clock concert to me. Like, it's, I don't love it. <laughs> It's, eh, 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 you know what I mean? But like, but as people, they're wonderful and they rock. They rock. And the whole, I'm the minority. Everyone loves them. I can go down the down the street while they're doing their bagpipe solos. That's fine. But they were they were cool. You should see them if you can see them. I do follow this gal on Instagram, Piper Alley. Is that the hot one that does the Skinner yeah. songs? Well, she does all sorts of songs. I saw it on TikTok, but like it's like going to a blues show, a, a, a gimmick band. Like it's like Limbiska. I yeah. want to see two songs. I want to be out there for four hours. What do I want to take in this entire Ding Dong's collection? No. Get to the good stuff. Right. Exactly. I gotta put. I gotta hear like who wants to hear Limbiska's new stuff? Nobody. Nobody at all. Limbiska's family encore. members don't want to hear the fucking new stuff. Get to the hit. <laughs> Um, I forgot to ask him, is there still a dude who wears a chicken bucket on it in that band? Isn't that, wasn't he, or is that, or is that Guns N' Roses, the, like the 90s version? I don't know. There's a Buckethead. I thought Buckethead was in that band, maybe. I can't remember. I don't know my rock rap guitarist team. It's literally pictures with the KFC bucket on somebody's head, and I can't think of who that Yeah, it's Buckethead. I don't. can't remember if, I thought he was in Limp Bizkit for a second. I don't know. <sighs> Director Tickbacks, lay it on us. You know what's been getting me speaking to social media. You know what's been you know what's been funny to me lately, is uh, you know it's base. I love baseball, and it's rain delay season in baseball. So I love when the, so it's a baseball game and everyone's bored and the announcers are running out of shit to talk about because they've repeated all the sponsors and so they start to like cover the rain tarp dudes. It's like 10 guys get out and run the rate tarp, and there's always one chubby old dude who gets kind of swallowed up in it. And so now I swear there's a whole thing on TikTok of these guys just getting sucked up into, into the baseball rain tarts. And, and the announcer's and the, and like, all right, folks, here we go. Is everybody going to make it? And then one guy, you know, when you're running and you start to fall but don't quite fall, is like, oh, they have chubby guy in the middle. These legs aren't quite long enough. Poof. Right underneath the tarp. And you're, they don't stop. No. They just keep going. You just got 30. You got to belly crawl 30 feet till you see daylight. Oh, fuck. I love it, Dean. I would have put the fat guy in the middle, too. You think? Right. Put on that the end. dude on the end. <laughs> uh, you want to do some news? Sure. Not really breaking news with Dean. 
He's a $7 million news announcer, Dean Tay. I'm trying to work on my rodeo voice. <laughs> Thank you. I want to introduce you like you're coming out of the shoot. About the smallest. From Hermosa, South Dakota. The smallest rodeo that's coming up. The, you should do that. Oh, I've I've emceed the world's smallest rodeo. Yeah. Is that the one where all the kids do the stick horses? Uh, no, it's the one they're doing with Monument. Yeah, it's at the fair. Yeah. Not the fair. The fair. I do the one stock show. Yeah. I've only done once. I didn't invite me back because I just got real bored of all. <laughs> There's just 45 little kids and stick horses. Like it's cute for a second, but then they what are you gonna wrap it up? So yeah, trying get to, to get to the good stuff. <laughs> nudge them along a little, and then I got a little bored, and so I was kind of roasting them a little. Not like you know, look at that piece of shit, but like you know gently not not fat shaming or anything but like you know gently laughing when they fell a little because it's funny and i don't i just don't think i got invited back uh north korea on wednesday offered its first official confirmation that it had detained a u.s soldier who bolted into its country last month jesus i come the rally came and i completely forgot about that dude what's it do they, they they acknowledge they have him they acknowledge they have him course a lot of experts think it might be propaganda they said that private travis king who had served in south korea sprinted across into the north korean border he was about to be in trouble for something else right that's yeah. why he ran that's what it kind of implies who the fuck runs into north korea like if i was going to jail because i hadn't paid my speeding tickets i wouldn't run into the federal prison to escape no i'd do my time in county but it was a bunch of, like, he was renouncing about how awful America is, and that's why he just had to get out of there. But, of course, they all feel that's just propaganda from Still North Korea. Still, man. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. Like, pick one of these enemy countries you got to go to. Even the ones that hate our guts, I think I'd rather go to before North Korea, just yeah. for internet and food and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you got to keep your head on a swivel in Saudi Arabia, but you can at least check your fucking Gmail. <laughs> You got the three used VHS tapes that they've had since the right. 70s. Some worn out <laughs> copy of Roadhouse everybody's been watching since 91. No, thank you. Uh, the town of Goodhue, Minnesota will be without local law enforcement after its police force resigned last week, citing low pay. They have no cops at all. How big is the town? It's fair enough that they had uh, two full time and five part time employees. Okay. Oh, let's say 5,000 ish people, probably. Yeah, I, was I mean, that's a lot. That's say like the size of Custer, right? Yeah, that's yeah. about right. Uh, August 23rd will be their last day, and they said, oh, we'll have What to are they going to do on the 24th? County Sheriff. Oh, it's like, what's that movie? Super Troopers. <laughs> See? If you put it in that light, it's not so yeah. bad anymore, is it? Yeah, it'll work out. It's like Super Troopers. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Greta Gerwig's fantasy comedy Barbie has crossed the $537 million line. Now it has become the biggest Warner Brother film of all time. Beat out The Dark Knight. Last year it was all like hot and sexy to be goth, and now everybody's like, where's my pink shit? Yeah. Have you seen it yet? No. I ain't seen it yet. I will, I'm sure. Yeah, if that comes out on like the Netflix or something, I'll watch it. I, I did you I want I I I th- wish I would have done the Barbenheimer. That sounded like fun. Do, do the one then cleanse your palate with the other. Yeah. <laughs> I don't particularly want to see the Barbie movie, but I just feel like it's now you have to see it. It's in the zeitgeist a little. I feel bad for the ones who started with Barbie first. No, I think I'd rather after thinking about 
the thing that was invented that's going to ruin us all. You'd want to watch that last? No, I'd want to watch that first. That's bar- what I mean. Oh, yeah. okay. We're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. I heard people are com- people are such shitty people on the internet. I heard that the Oppenheimer movie is getting in trouble because there's too many quiet parts in the film. You know how Christopher Nolan yeah. for like nine minutes you won't be able to hear anything anybody's saying, and then and then it'll it'll they'll like get you with a sound. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a Nolan thing. He'll like. It, or like he'll be dead quiet, and then Bane will make a voice like this really loud. It's so like that's a Nolan movie trick, and people are like mad. They're like they sound like my dad before he got hearing aids at Thanksgiving. He's just mad as fuck because he couldn't hear half the conversation that's going yeah. on. And then when it kicked in, it was too loud. Because <laughs> for Nolan can't win, man. Uh, let's see what else here. Taylor Swift has grown into one of the largest, biggest superstars on the planet. I read. A stat that said the money she did in L.A. County, mm-hmm. which was about $350 million in a week's worth of shows, is more than the market cap of WeWork. What's WeWork? WeWork was that big oh, oh, yeah. built oh, yeah. where everybody was yeah. remote working at the thing when it fell. It's a shammy deal. But like that thing right now is trading at like six fucking chickens a share or whatever. But it's still valued at like $323 million. And in one week, Taylor Swift went to L.A. and did more than their entire fucking market cap, Dean. It's insane. This woman is like, she's the GDP of a Caribbean country, dude. New Arizona State University course is... Wait, what was your Taylor Swift news? Oh, did I steal it? No, they're making a a class you can take in Arizona State about Taylor Swift. Oh, sorry. She affects psychology and sociology and every place that she goes so it's garth brooks we're not doing a fucking school about that well they probably do in daytona <laughs> are you following this thing where tom segura and all tom segura's friends are uh, go on garth brooks instagram and keep asking where he's hiding all of the dead bodies no. and it's been like this <laughs> multi-year this? bit so go to any garth brooks instagram and look at the comments and 90 percent of them are like we know you did it g and we wear the bodies, Garth. Like that's it's just Tom Segura's crazy fans, and they're trying like Garth's Instagram people are trying to stop it, but they can't. They blocked all of these people, but they just there's an un, there's an un, non never ending like a, the White Walkers amount of Instagram commenters that they just can't get rid of. I hadn't heard any of that. Oh my god, it's funny. God, that'd be annoying, but funny. <laughs> we just start we start doing that with Mitchell talking what about Limp Bizkit. <laughs> What do you take in the in the T Swift class? Like, who teaches it? Advanced topics of social psychology is being offered. The course is basically using Taylor Swift as a semester long example of different phenomena, including gossip, relationships, revenge. The class is not a seminar; uh, it is an actual class of psychology, but it's all Taylor focused. I mean, I don't hate. I want to hate it a little, but I can't because I think those are all things 19 year olds should learn well just like you said it, she's literally changing things so and she gets... is their god <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. this is this is like a, akin to sunday school i just read this was it on the atlantic just did this 20 page piece on like what happened to the teachings of morality in america right and so like when you and i were little it was boys club girls club yeah. sunday school boy scouts girl scouts the elks and the lions and all these things 
And a lot of that's just been a little bit eroded through a, it's not, they can't blame it to one thing. Some of it's social media, some of it's Donald Trump, some of it's, it's a variety of different things, right? Not just Donald Trump, but like that, to have 75 million Americans look at him, I think the quote I saw, it was to have 75 million Americans look at Donald Trump and go, presidential timber. So there's a, so not that we are less moral, but more we are more mean because we are missing some of the moral things. And like this can't this is I'm not that particularly religious because it's not like I think we should all go back to Sunday school of sorts. But like some of that is missing. The spirit of volunteering and that yeah, kind of that kind of deal. Yeah. <clears throat> and the new and they so like the way it will be built back. You know these good for nothing millennials that won't do shit. I don't really think that. I'm just being. <laughs> well, like it, it'll actually come from the one right underneath them. It'll be Leslie and her ilk that are a little bit harder workers, and they'll rebuild the sense of community. So, like, they'll build the, whatever their version of the new whatever Lions Club is. Yeah, that's what. We'll, that's 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 why I'm not at all stressed out about the f- America, because like we're just it's all just a circle. It's just, it's just well, you know. We fucked it up for a couple. We were the we're the collective third generations for a while, and these these kids will fix it all. I'll be fine. One of the largest meteorites ever recorded in Michigan never came to the attention of experts until eighty years later after its discovery. Living in a humble life, twenty-two pound doorstop. Where? This was in a farm in uh, Michigan. So a guy was using it as a doorstop. Did he know what was a meteor? Had no idea what it was. Just a cool-looking rock. Scientists saw it and said, hey, can I take a look at that? And found out it was like one of the hugest meteors ever. Is that worth any money? Lots of money. Who gets the money? The guy who f- f- discovered it or the dude's doorstep rock? I'm assuming the guy who was using his doorstep. Or like does the landowner where he found it from? I'm going to pay attention to this. This right? is going to get litigated. Someone's going to try to... Get some of this guy's cash. They said it's the most valuable specimen they have ever uh, found, monetarily and scientifically, because it's so huge. It's 22 pounds. What's it made out of? It's a meteorite, so it has iron and minerals and stuff from space. Space rock. I think it'd be cool to own a space rock. I'm trying to think if I'd mine it or if I'd hold on to it. I had a real battle in my head, Dean, of like, Certainly, there's something in there that the next iPhones will be made out of, and I'll become a trillionaire, <laughs> and I won't need to talk about toad venom anymore. <laughs> or toad venom's not sustainable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or do you just keep it and like you know travel the world with your check out my meteor and make money that way? I'm built for capitalism. There's no mistaking it. I'm gonna say yeah, I, I could watch that on tour. Yeah, but then you got then you got to be on the road. You drag this fucking rock around and sing a bunch of Marriotts. That sounds like a pain in the ass, Dean. And then eventually no one cares. You hire some of the millennials to carry that rock. <laughs> but then it's cutting <laughs> into my margin. You gotta keep this a nice low overhead show. There's a table and a rock. I don't know. There's not then some lights. And me. I don't even gotta pay a guitar guy. The guitar guy, yeah. You need a rock but roadie. then, but if you just mine it, right, then you can just live off the juice. Like whatever you find in there, I get twenty percent of whatever you invent. Knock yourself out, and then I don't have to do anything. I can just do this show, live off my space rock money. It's a big gamble for twenty-two pounds of rock. Is it though? Maybe I don't know. I'm not an expert. I feel like I can take if if I was lucky enough to find a twenty-two pound space rock. Like if that just happens to me, I'll live on that. Just don't do dirt it. I don't need to be marketable. My marketable skill is that, right? Like the ability to live off the fact that here's my 22 space rock. Give me your five bucks, dummy. (laughs) 
First of all, probably not call them dummy and they're paying you five dollars to see your rock. <laughs> There's a lot of people in America who pay seven for that. Uh, <laughs> and the fact that I know that is how I've been talking on a microphone for two decades. For over a month, a pig's kidney that was transplanted into a human body has worked normally. A step that surgeons now hope that can lead to other types of operations to save patients' lives. I used to have to separate out some kidneys at the packing plant I worked out. Because I would forklift out a bunch of kidneys and they'd make that into dog food and shit. But you'd have to take some of the good ones so they could practice this. Because pig kidneys are a lot like... Apparently pig organs are a lot like people organs and the lungs and the kidneys and shit. Super close. What went wrong? Um, nothing's gone wrong yet. The The organ was transplanted to someone who was body was donated. They were kept alive. Oh, they so, just put it in dead person to make sure it would work. Well, like no, they're, a, they're like brain a website dead. dev site. Like their, their heart's pumping because of machine. They're still yeah. alive technically, but it, the body didn't reject it because they did one one thing for it. To, what they call it? Some scientific name. Would you get a pig kidney? it worked and i needed one yeah, yeah like we're out of regular kidneys and you're gonna die yeah let's see do what you happens di- do you die or do you take it a- because there's some people that are like that's unnatural i'm not gonna do that i'm just i'd just rather die that's the fat in my plan. body i manage a pig kidney's probably healthier than what i have right now fuck put two in there <laughs> put six <laughs> kidneys in there just to make sure five can fail normally our bodies attack it because it's a foreign tissue, but however, scientists are using genetic modification to better those chances of lasting in the human body. See, is it even pig kidneys by the time where they're done with it? They start adding this, that, and the other, you know, packaging, whatever. It's Is it even pig kidney at the end of it? Uh, oh, I just, I, I grabbed this one. It's just a headline. How many more of these do you want? I don't know. Do one more. I'll do, let me do this one about Alcabon, and then I have just a headline I'm going to read to you, hmm? and I didn't, copy anything else except for the headline okay this one is a new report concluded that despite his denials alec baldwin had to have pulled the trigger of the gun that fired on the set of rust uh i mean he's not gonna go to jail or anything he's just gonna pay some money funniest meme i've seen in at least six years is you know he's gonna have a baby mm-hmm. you know and someone types Man's never shot blanks in his life it's <laughs> <laughs> brutal but goddamn, that was funny no, he'd been advocating that the gun just went off, oh. and he didn't pull the trigger. And experts said, well, no, that's not how that works. And it can work that way. I mean, rarely, and probably not in this case. For to I, don't think, I don't think he should be in trouble. No, that, that's not what I'm saying. It's just that he's going to be back in court because of it. They're going to argue about what the word is is for like nine years before this is done. But boils down to is basically he said he didn't pull the trigger, and the experts like, yeah, you you pulled the trigger on the cocked hammer of a pistol and it went off. I want to see him like OJ style trying to put on a glove. His <laughs> finger in the trigger. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, last one. Sure. Just the headline. Okay. ADHD medication shortage continues as school year begins. Perfect. You know what? That's fine. A little. I think we're a little over-medicated as it is. You know, just live in the discomfort a little bit. How about? <laughs> I mean, not for everybody. Your, I, your problem now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come into the school. A little. <laughs> I don't know. We all, it's like, I was pretty unmedicated. Certainly, I'd, they would have medicated me now. And then I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be some boring, hi, welcome to... Murdoch's insurance. 
Welcome to the Book of Murdoch. Yeah. We? yeah. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about... <laughs> no, I know. We, you, sh- you should do a version of that and just put it on randomly. Just real NPR? <laughs> yes. I don't Today's think that would be as exciting. Um, <clears throat> I had to pay my kid a hot... Oh, fuck, I ruined it. I should have made you guess how much I had to pay my kid to have him mow my lawn. Dude, so around July... You, no, did you, did, were you about to say what I think you were about to say? I had to, to pay him a hundred fucking dollars. A hundred, flat. I let... Okay. <laughs> In the beginning of the year, I'm like, long care. End of June, I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't care. I don't have that thing where, you know, how yeah. you like where you're in the neighborhood and you're like, you got to make sure you're blah. Right. I don't give a fuck about how meticulous my grass is. I think it's bad for the environment. I, I don't. I would rather waste time on almost anything else. And my father ruined me in it because it was my slave labor in, in as a child, partially. Like I planted 400 fucking cedar trees for him in my in childhood. So I'm like, I don't give a fuck about your yard you know what i mean yeah and, <laughs> and so and then i you know travel right so i be, i i on a road a bit and so i'm i'm i get done with the rally i'm not kind of paying attention and it's and some of it is like well over belt buckle high <laughs> yeah we got a lot of rain I, well, yeah it's been raining you know what i mean so it's like a it's like a it's like a dude's literal jungle so i felt like i had to really up the ante plus there's dog poop in there that I haven't picked up <laughs> since fucking winter, right? So, like, it was worth a hundred. Do you have to mow around the mattresses? <laughs> no, those are those are out. Was that an extra 50 oh, to get those all off? No, I got all that taken care of. <laughs> I am still using my washerwomen, though. I haven't. Nice. I haven't. Just now that, because it was a rally, I don't have time to be buying washers and shit. And so, and so I've been, I just drop it off and pick it up. It's, it's financially irresponsible, I have learned. A month into this. But it's kind of nice, isn't it? <laughs> it's so fucking handy. Everything's folded. They're so polite, these old women. I, they're adorable. <laughs> they're at, for, at first, and they're a little prickly at first, right? Until I'm a customer. They don't know if I'm just in there, you know, <laughs> trying to jam my tar-covered jeans through their washing machine or if I'm there for good business. And now that I'm not, and I tip, right? I don't think people tip there much. So now I'm like the, I'm like their grandbaby. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm their new fan. I'd, I'd hate to take the business from them because I'm just getting along with these washerwomen so well. If but you stop paying your kid a hundred bucks to mow the lawn, you can get the laundry done. But I don't want to do that either. I'm making some very serious financial mistakes right now for sole convenience. I bet we can find a neighbor kid that could do that for you. Probably do it. Problem for with that bucks. is this. Sure. Well, not this one. I'd have had to pay a neighbor kid 400 bucks. My kid shouldn't have gone. Listen, I'm long dead when my children are listening to this, but let me tell you, Dylan, that one time when I paid you 100 he even looked me dead in the eye and be like, that's okay, Dad. I love you so much. I'll do it for 50 And I'm like, nah, we're going to do it 100 because like, this is real bad, but I still want you to do it right. And if he would have been like, let's call it two, I'd have had to pay it. I'd have had to. You screwed up there, dum dum. Could have got another hundred bills out of your old man. <laughs> um. Hey, I found an old picture of me from when, like, I was my boys' age. Now, just, I thought it was. I looked just like one of them too. It's really? spo- yeah. One looks just like me. I mean, just like me, and one looks just like his mother, and they're twins. 
It's 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 and their mannerisms are a little like that too. You know, it's 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 wild. That is a, it's so interesting. Yeah. Anyways, where was I on that? Oh, I found an old picture of me, and you know, I wore a lot of hemp necklaces, Dean. I'm not afraid to admit it. And I feel like it's time to bring the hemp necklace back a little. Don't you think? Fuck yeah, man. Shells, now shells. You could do the bead. I had the beads with the hemp around it. That was my jam. (laughs) About three of them fuckers around my neck and a Hawaiian shirt. How cool was I, Dean? (laughs) I think, you know, I think I could sell them. I think I could. I'm going to. I'm slowly building this web presence and we're going to put a. I think. I think. Authentic Book of Murdoch. Book of Murdoch, hookah bead shells, yeah. and hemp necklaces, and then and candles. Those are the two things Forgot I want. The candles <laughs> I want on my web store that is being built. Ricky, so Ricky, our web yeah. designer kid, you know, have you talked to him much? Yeah, every once in a while. The, uh, so he's you know he's a coder, you know he's a web designer, and like he he doesn't like a lot of hypothetical. Sure, he likes a lot of step one, step two, all the way to step six hundred and seventy seven. That's not how I operate, as you as you as you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like real frustrated, stressed out because I'm like, because we're building this Murdoch that media, and it's like, okay, build this, build this, build this, and then you know, do what you think looks good, and that really stresses him out because <laughs> he's like, I don't know what you mean by do what you think looks good. That's not he doesn't know how to solve that problem, right? And so I could see it stressing him the fuck out, and I'm like, okay, just this is what I'd like to do. I'd like you to just, for the exercise of it all, understand that there is no wrong answer and you should spend some time in the hypothetical. And like that phrase that he's trying to wrap his mind around, <laughs> it's, I think made it worse. But I really like it. I use it on a couple other kids today. Just like, listen, just spend some time in the hypothetical because you never know what we could come up with then. Yeah, I, you might break him. <laughs> Maybe. But you thought that about you two for a while. Now look at this. You all come around and you give me a long enough runway. You seem to think that I was stuck in my ways. I've been for years trying to get this. <laughs> I almost choked on my coffee. <laughs> Jesus, Dean. You know how hard it is working with management we used to have? You can't I do would, that. There's a Facebook some, page? What are you guys thinking? My favorite story <laughs> of that is the day. So, okay, when we when our companies merged, your, yours and mine, you guys were owned by a very large corporate giant. Thousands of employees around the country. And we are the opposite. <laughs> and so, like, the first time I'm walking in, you know, I don't even have an office yet. And I'm walking in, but it's just my first box of shit. I don't know, there's like three, four bottles of liquor, a couple <laughs> yeah. of bottles of wine, and a giant um, gift weed pipe I was given from a sponsor from the time we went to the 30th Invitational Bongathon. It's all—it's a work gift. It's just you know, I got plaques, I got, I got, I got, I got signs, I got pins, I got pipes. So you, you collect shit. Bongathon is the greatest thing I think Dude, I've ever heard today. Sidebar. <laughs> Dude, listen to this show. It is a trade show. I hauled a U-Haul trailer. Of a, of 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 aged manure <laughs> mixed with like diatomaceous earth and organic molasses and organic nitrogen in five gallon buckets two miles out into the fucking middle of nowhere mountains in the Rockies <laughs> to this little hillside where it was the thirtieth invitational bongathon and in like I don't know hundreds of people just showed up no power. 
no fucking nothing, and like a little tent, and I'm trying to sell $50 five-gallon buckets of composted manure. And you can get a pickup load for $5 at every dump yeah. that you live in. But like this was aged five years and mixed with a lot of things. <laughs> and if you make a tea with it, it was a wonderful topsoil. I could get into it if you want. But like here, here we are. I'm trying to sell dirt to people camping in tents <laughs> that are trying to be as minimalistic as possible. And I'm like, here's a five-gallon bucket of dirt I'd like you to take home and carry around. <laughs> Jesus. It but it would make we grow like yeah. redwood trees. It really did. It was a it was a wonderful product, but it was but it was I don't know, dude. You know, I've been to car dealer shows, I've been to weed shows, I've been, I you 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 give me the <laughs> product, I'll velcro the patch on and go to the thing. It's one it's why I can speak at everybody's eulogy. I just need to know a little bit. You sold sand at a desert. Less than about selling it and more about like well, fuck it, I'll go to the, the thing called the bongathon because you know what I mean. Like there was a real, there wasn't a long line of people who are like, "Fuck yeah, that sounds awesome." And I'm like, drag a bunch of shit into the woods and sell it to potheads. Sign me up. <laughs> it was awesome. I'm still friends with a dude who helped me. He's a DJ. Um, he's like, he's like, I don't know. He's like, a, he's like, no shit. He's like 62. But he looks 28. Black don't crack, man. He's like, he's just so handsome. And he's, he's just a beautiful man. But he's like, he's a senior citizen, kind of. And he's still <laughs> down in club life, like DJing, and no one knows because he looks so young. It's amazing. I don't know how he does it. Like, when it got to 10 o'clock at the rally, I needed to start drinking Red Bull just to stay awake. I needed to go home and sleep or need to start pounding Red Bull. And this dude's like, just 3 a.m. on my Friday spot. <laughs> Good for you, dude. Oh. Um, candles and hemp necklaces. I think is what we were gonna. Is that the name of the episode? Gonna sell. <laughs> no space rock cash, man. That's the name of the episode. Space rock cash, rich. Let's see what. Uh, how long are we going here? Yeah, we've done long enough. I think. Am I missing anything? Mm, no. Oh, I want to do it. I do. I do. I want to do. We need. We need a little. We need a little thingy. The music thingy. We need. I wanted. We're gonna play. Meet the listeners. I wanted to play this. So okay. a hypothetical thing you want me this to come up with? A, yeah, just, <laughs> just you know. Yeah. Did you meet the listeners? Okay. It don't have to be special. You know, not any any any. It does. It doesn't. You know, if it sucks, it'll be funny. So I was pulling up my stats. You know, just like where are people listening? You can't. It's. I don't know. It sounds dumb, but like as a as a if you have a podcast, you Google yourself a little, and you want to know like, ah, oh, where are people listening from? Right. So I'm looking at the thing. We have listeners in a city called, I'm just going to pick a random town every once in a while, and we'll play Meet the Listeners, Dean. Ready? And this is why, you know, look, game show music. Okay. Like, Meet the Listeners. But not Spanish Flea. Yeah, something that, you know, whatever. You get me. Just trying to give you the vibe, right? See? And, like, live in the hypothetical, Dean. Just make something. Okay, what is Pfluger? Pflugerville, I noticed it because it's a P-F-L, I don't know if it's, if it's, I assume it's Pflugerville, but maybe they say that maybe it's Pflugerville. Maybe it's silent and it's just Luger. Maybe it's Lugerville, that could be. Let's see, it's in Austin. It's a suburb of Austin, so cooler than it sounds. (laughs) Well, Pflugerville, you know what I mean, that's what Let's see, Travis County, 65,000 people, Austin. Well, I'm pretty hip. I like an Austin listener. 
What else is the the area was initially settled by 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 Henry Fluger Senior Dean. Oh. Why it's called Pflugerville in the 1800s in them Texas towns in the 1800s. That's where all them that's where all the, they tested out all those like free slave cities at first in Texas. And they and like it, it actually worked a lot better. Then they tried to bring it into the into the more deep south, and we're like, well, that's gonna do it here first. People are still kind of starting to kill them. Yeah. Um, what else is it known for? Um, not a lot of, not a lot of. Fame. It's just a kind of a boring suburb, really. Shit, sorry, Pflugerville. I think the citizens of Pfluger would disagree with you, but hey, notable people. Ready? Here's some. Here's how we'll judge this. Notable people from Pflugerville, ready? Um, Michael Johnson, who was a football safety with the Giants in 2008. Okay. You know that name? It, mm. Yeah. Uh, Pooh Shiesty, a rapper from Memphis who only lived in Pflugerville for two years. Oh, that's not kind of good. Um, Eugene Lee Kang, a Korean american filmmaker and internet celebrity jesus Flugerville, you're getting down to i mean even we have an internet celebrity fuck <laughs> alex okafor played for the chiefs Flugerville man is not uh is not now okay what the film what's eating gilbert grape was filmed in Flugerville briefly oh okay <laughs> texas chainsaw massacre the next generation Pflugerville. That's where they filmed it? Friday Night Lights. Boy, they like their football in Pflugerville. Friday Night Lights was filmed in Pflugerville. Hmm. So good tax write-offs. Kind of a boring Wikipedia page, Pflugerville. You guys got to, you know, sliven it up a little bit. Like, is there a famous, you know, something? That was another thing back in the old owners. I started up a Wikipedia page for the radio station, and immediately, like, someone took it over and started changing stuff and wikipedia. i would go and change it back i'm like you well, can't edit not... your own shit on wikipedia well yeah this is the i'm like what this wrong what you're changing it to <laughs> citizen journalism dean <laughs> like well, how do you know because i'm i'm working here like right there's now. people who are like that's what they do on the internet all day is just like edit you know pages and then if someone changes their pages they're like source it you have to source it it's like jesus all right it's really all right I mean, I get it in theory. Someone's got to be an asshole about it, but like, I don't know. I, get, I it was like our positioning statement. Like, here's a literal picture of the thing on the on a bumper sticker. We've had musical <laughs> artists that we have, you know, you have to like change trains a couple of times to find somebody who's never touched your shit before <laughs> to get them to make one change so Officer Cupcake doesn't get doesn't get over it. I did that on purpose. By the way. <laughs> um. Well, that's probably enough, isn't it? Okay. I have to ease back into it. You know. <laughs> I got that song out of my head. Did you get it? Did it work? Was that in your head for a while? Dude. It's back. You suck. What was that? What was that? Uh, there's been a lot of... I've been listening to the cowboy. Our, our We have a we have a radio station called the cowboy. Uh, what is it? Donna do boo the cowboy. They have all the jingly type stuff. It's like nineties yeah. sing along country. And I and like there's a lot of songs where all of a sudden like I'm taken back to my to the to the nineties and like mom's doing the dishes kind of off key singing to a bunch of bad country songs. <laughs> 
That was a great country song. How are, dare you? Sometimes great country <laughs> songs. It's better than what she here reminds me of just we'll talking. You guys want to work out some shit about your mother? <laughs> <laughs> Stories from Al Sister? Al Sister? Al Sister. Every year, right, like July, fucking July, it'd be like a little late on the spring cleaning, but time to spring clean. And my mother would start it off the same way every year with, you know, she's got her cleaning soundtrack. And like, I get it. I've got a song I want to bebop to, right? You got music you want to work to. You know my mother spring clean to? Two records specifically. You could hook them up right now. You won't even need to get to the part where you take my fingernails out to get me to tell all your secrets. You can simply put, just do two things, Dean. First, put on the Amy Grant Christmas record in July. And then, to like, if that didn't get them, bring out the big guns. Do do do, do do, do do do, do do. The fucking Alvin and the, it's not even like regular singer Christmas. It's Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas. They had a full album too. 102 degrees outside. We're about to start shucking fucking sweet corn, Dean. Alvin! <laughs> gonna hear it now. It's giving me the sweats. Now, like if you play that now, I gotta find a bathroom to clean. <laughs> <laughs> John Deere Green that was my I have a lot of that too my sister would jam out to that song she's like getting ready for dates so go date the bad boy in Elsister you know <laughs> John Deere Green I'm gonna be that name and paint <laughs> beauty 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 yeah that's what it is Billy Bob <laughs> dumb fucking songs of course it's no dumber than Ice Ice Baby it's all a shtick all right, buddy. Stay off horses. Hey, maybe a week. <laughs> yeah. Let's try okay. to keep away from dangerous sports like judo and rodeo. I can do it once. <laughs> do you need a shot or something? I'm worried about you. I'll find out here in a week. Oh, you're going back to the doctor? Yeah. Boy, you have put a wing on some dudes, on some back doctors. Like, they've got the, the they call it the dean room. No. You've been to the doctor so many times. There's some doctor out here. He's like, yeah, Dean's coming in next Thursday. No, that's the exact Yeah, let's add that addition to the bathroom, honey. Dean's coming in next week. It's the exact opposite. I don't go to see the doctor, and now I'm in the shape I'm in. Oh, yeah. That's a ranch thing. Yeah. You ranchers. You'll, get, you'll, you'll wait till your scoliosis curly-cued <laughs> spine looks like the snake from fucking Robin Hood cartoon. And like, well, I don't know. Something's wrong. <laughs> Is it supposed to ooze like that? <laughs> ooze is not a word yeah. that is ever. Murdoch, there's this thing on my back. Does it look like it's oozing? <laughs> I will never. <laughs> fucking disgusting. Listen, it's good to have a list of friends you can ask about your oozy things on your back. I love you, and I hope you work here forever. <clears throat> I would call you. You can call me for bail. You can call me for a lot of crimes you've committed and you need a secret buddy on it. You can call me for, you can call me to, you know, you broke your finger and you need to reset it. Broke your nose. I can do that. Nothing about our relationship do I want you to ever think I'm going to touch anything oozing from your back. Ugh. Don't have to touch it. I just want to see if it is. I dated a woman that like wanted to like pin, like, like let me pop your pimples. Oh, there's old like YouTube Things Fucking about that. Fucking 
You need they have a the, the pimple popper show the Doctor Pimple Popper the Sandra what's her name that's a thing it's like a Discovery Channel show used to have to fucking sing and dance man <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> come on like I know reality TV is a little cheaper but like if we don't fix this writer strike the only thing we're gonna have back is Doctor fucking Pimple what's it <laughs> is that really the entertainment we want to live the American movie industry other than bourbon is our greatest export we've ever left the world. And because we're not going to fix this writer's strike, it's going to get down to, she's popping pimples for 45 minutes in between ad breaks. Is that who we were going to become, people? She makes a lot of money doing it. God. I don't think I could do it. No. For a living? And it stinks? Like, and some of them, like, we, can't, the, I, we have to stop talking about this. No nope. face mask. Ah, <laughs> fucking look. We're done. See you next week. God. <laughs> It's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular credits was recorded in Studio 2A. Executive producer is Mark. <laughs> He's in my cell phone is Mark fucking Houston. <laughs> Executive producers Mark Houston, engineering Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez, and he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon, and all graphic design done by our chief brand officer Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share, and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this, and he's going to be so annoyed, and that tickles my fancy. <laughs> so leave this goddamn piece in.